Right, you're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday morning, a sneak preview. Right there, you heard the theme tune. It is time for a bit of Trash Talk. And this week on Trash Talk, Kevin Young, along with Cyril Druid from The Good Cup, from The Good Cup, comes on to Trash Talk to tell us more about the new takeaway cup with no plastic lid and therefore eliminating plastic waste from your drinks takeout. Good morning, Trash Talk listeners. You know, as the weather gets colder, our longing for warm drinks as we stroll through the bustling streets of Hong Kong gets bigger. Somehow, we haven't solved, though, the problem of plastic lids on takeaway coffee cups. Or, for me, the plastic lining that keeps the cups warm. Let's see if today our guests can offer some solutions and new ideas on that subject. With numerous design awards this year, the Good Cup is a new takeaway cup option that doesn't have a plastic lid. Yay! (laughs) It's now in Hong Kong, and Kelvin Young and Cyril Drouet of Good Cup are here to explain a little bit more about this innovation. Welcome to the show, you guys. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> so, why don't we just start, Cyril, with the history of a good cup, how you founded it and why and all that. Yeah, thank you for having us in the show. The, um, the good cup is actually a long story. It's it's years in the thinking. It's about me probably 16, 17 years ago now when I was in my celebrating my 30s in Glastonbury Music Festival. <laughs> um, it was... At the time, I was already a packaging designer uh, for a large firm in England, and um, I never realized how much trash actually we throw away on a daily basis because they disappear magically every week from uh, wheelie bins. They do, yeah. And um, while I was in Glastonbury, it's 200,000 people within a week. It's one of the largest music festivals on earth. And after a week of only take away food and take away drinks in such a, a confined space, the amount of trash they spile is, you, you would not believe it. Mm. I mean, 16 years ago, it was like mind blowing. And at the time, as a packaging designer, I was thinking we need to completely rethink how packaging are designed for disposable. And the most shocking part to me was not the paper package. It was mainly the plastic cups yeah. and the coffee cups with the plastic lids. So... I was employed at that time and then along the way I moved to China where I live and work for eight years in Shanghai. I've been in Hong Kong now for six years and it's only five years ago that I decided to set up my own design studio, set up my own project, if you like, and I started to think, okay, now is the time to go back to the drawing board and rethink, can we actually rethink a paper cup that have been the same shape, form and material for over decades and just... um, see what we can do so along the way after 1000 handmade samples of trying to revamp you know that oh, that product doing my, little origami at home yeah, on your many origami in my tiny little bedroom because i was an entrepreneur back then i wasn't an employee in anymore. hong kong in hong kong um i finally finally managed to crack uh what could work really really well in terms of uh, feasibility on traditional paper cup machine in terms of foldability to be easy for consumer and barista to fold, but more importantly for consumer to enjoy the drink experience in this new type of cup. 
So today we, yeah, we've, we successfully launched the cup uh, and uh, we are distributed in Australia, in Japan, in Canada, in the UK, in France and, and, the, and Hong Kong now, you know, we, we are a Hong Kong based company, but uh, uh, our priority was mainly markets that were really into sustainability, where, where the consumers can really accept this type of new innovation and, and, and adopt, you know, this new idea. Um, so yeah, it's it's really exciting for us to uh, well, it's to be exciting where we for are. us that you're a Hong Kong-based sustainable innovation company. So that in itself is is really great news. Kelvin, how does the cup work? So essentially, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little hard for listeners, right? Because they can't see. They can't see. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having <laughs> it us. It is today. a piece of origami. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I mean, the whole purpose of the cup is really to remove the plastic lid on top. Because yeah. traditionally, in a coffee shop you would have a single paper cup and usually for takeaways you would have a lid on top to take out. But our idea is to combine the both into one piece of foldable lid so it comes in all in one paper cup. And although you can't see it, but it's really a two step instructions. So compared with putting a lid on to a single paper cup, it would be the same time to fold a lid because it comes in one piece. And apart from the lid, we're trying to remove also the lining inside the cup. So usually you would have a PE lining in a paper cup, but we always look for the best material to go with the cup. So we look for coating that's been certified compostable and certified recyclable because the whole concept of the good cup is having the foldable lid. And to be honest, you can use any materials to make the cup itself. And it can, so, you can use any material. So, so it's currently paper, right? You're so it's, it's paper um, and as Kelvin mentioned, 99.9% of paper cups on the market have a plastic film yes, exactly. that is glued, so it's called laminated inside. And what we decided to do is if, if we're good enough to remove the plastic lid, we should have also some options to remove the plastic lining inside because paper cups that have this lining inside cannot be recycled. Right. It's impossible. When it goes to number one is... Uh, pla uh, paper recycling stream facility in Europe or even in the US when it's the food packaging they know that it's plastic laminated inside so mo most of the time they reject it um, but what we try to do is to have a lining that actually is not plastic it's, mm. it's actually not a film it's a spray and it's a spray made from a, a bio-based material that's not coming from fossil and uh, the certification that we have is that it's certified plastic-free no, by Flustix in Europe, which is uh, an independent German lab that does certified packaging that have plastic and some don't. It's also certified home compostable, meaning that you can display that cup in your garden. And depending where you are, like uh, Hong Kong, it will biodegrade and compost very fast. But obviously, if you are living in the North Pole, it will take... <laughs> forever because uh, <laughs> it's very cold and it's though. low humidity so <laughs> to compost a cup you need high humidity and high temperature and 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 that's the factor that accelerates um but yeah we we didn't want to launch a cup with plastic inside although it's a lot more cost effective but uh yeah we, we try to be sustainable all the way right and, and because uh, you spray it on and it's a thin layer then that also allows the paper recycling companies to take it. Is that, I presume they have specs on what yeah. they'll take and what they don't. Absolutely. And you figured out a way to make your cup in a way that they'll take it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, 
if you take this paper into a water bath in a recycling paper facility, the, the coating will dissolve itself and it will not jam the filters. The, the paper will be repulpable. The coating is not repulpable, but it's not toxic you know, right. for, for the water treatment. Uh, because it's, it's not for soil base. It's made from actually the the, the bio based material come from mainly uh, sugarcane and cassava, so we we can replicate some some type of barriers and some heat sealability for the cup. But it's not toxic for for humans or or right. even for the environment. Which will make it work in the paper recycling, which Absolutely. is super exactly. exciting. Yeah. And then Kelvin, we can use it for cold and hot, right? Yep, that's right. So with the the coating itself, it's suitable for cold and hot drinks. So our cup, you can drink directly from the spout, or you could put a straw if it's a difficult drink, let's say a smoothie or something with ice, you could use a straw of it. Right. Yeah. And you showed me that it even when you drink it, it doesn't tip, right? It's got this little thing on the top so that it doesn't spill in it. Yeah, so it kind of catches your drop and it suits into your mouth <laughs> nicely. <laughs> so you can sip it. Yeah, I mean, it is a really good design. I, you know, thank God it was the thousandth, thousandth one that you <laughs> did. And, and, it has and you still, kept going yeah. till. And we're still improving it um, because when we launched to different markets, <laughs> for example, in Japan, the Japanese consumer, when they drink coffee, they don't want just to taste it through their tongue or their mouth. They want to smell the coffee oh, as they drink. So we had to redesign the spout. And, and we made it, instead of two-dimensional, we made it in three-dimensional spout. Again, we went back to the drawing board. And, but, but today, I mean, that spout is actually even more suitable for smoothie or milkshake or very thick drinks where you actually you don't even need a straw anymore to dig these, these, these beverages. So we learned a lot along the way of you know how we can improve always this product. Yeah, and are you changing the product uh, for each country, Calvin, or will you just keep the same product? I think at this stage, we're still listening to everyone to see what they need to cater the needs because different cultures have different needs. Some, they prefer to drink the milk foam on the cappuccino. So the spout will need to be bigger in order to fulfill their requirements. And it's just, we're now listening to see how we can customize each spout or each design for each country. Right. Because we're trying to bring change here and, you know, we're trying to listen here. Right. And, and see, yeah. Well, and I guess now that everybody in Asia drinks coffee, which <laughs> it's popular, but as it's still a diehard tea drinker. <laughs> mm. Well, bubble tea is a, is a huge trend. Oh, yeah. But you can't, can you fit the bubbles through the spout? Yeah, absolutely. I guess you have the straw, right? Yeah, it's, it's all down to the straw. I mean, we can have very, very large straw um, for, for the good cup. But uh, we, we try to remove also the straw because it's just, when you think about the world we live today, what we try to do is to eliminate as much waste as possible. And the straw is a waste. Um, even me personally, whenever I go to a coffee shop, I try to bring more reusable um, and and the product that we are launching actually is is disposable, but you, you cannot use reusable e everywhere you go, you know, when you travel or when no. you want to go. You need disposable. So that's why we, we try to create a product that is disposable but can be recyclable in the paper stream. You can recycle paper up to seven times. So, you know, if that can be the end of life, great. Um, but the, the, the key is to not leave any arms to the environment. And so can I ask, is it in Hong Kong now? Can I, where can I find it? In Hong Kong now, we have a coffee shop in Shangwan who's using it. 
the name of is the station. Okay. It's called uh-huh. it's called What's Up the Station. Yeah. And then we have a chain coffee shop that's launching on the first of January. Great. They have eight branches in Hong Kong, but I'm, I think at this stage a bit it's a bit too early to mention the name. That's yet, okay. Because we haven't yet launched it. it yeah. Okay. And the key is you've patented this, right? So, if trash talk listeners, if you're wandering around Asia or France or Japan or <laughs> and soon to be more Hong Kong, if you see a funky cup that folds over and tucks <laughs> mm-hmm. tucks in that is probably a good cup and you've even designed it with a little hong kong art right yeah we have we, we try to partner with artists all across the world because everybody tried to put down logo and their own brand but actually the the medium of a paper cup is great to have artists to wrap their artwork all around the cup so we we partnered with an artist in Hong Kong that is called Simple Bao. Uh. She does a lot of murals like in Sai Kong or even in Changwon. She's really, really talented. And we use her art and we put it on a cup as a generic product. Yeah. So if any coffee shops in Hong Kong want to have a really cool print, instead of making their own logo, they can just order this one. So can I just buy the cups? Yeah, you can buy the cup. It's, it's generic you know, stock for us. Okay. We always have stock and uh, it's ready to be purchased straight away. Oh, interesting. All right. So uh, I would go to a good cup website, Facebook, Twitter. Actually, you can find us on, um, you simply put in the good cup on Google. Okay. The good cup, not a good cup. The good cup. It's the good cup. Or you can find us on Instagram, Facebook or LinkedIn. So we'll have a designated team on, on the website. All oh, right. Yes. I can reach out to. And I, I think the key thing, Trash Talk listeners, is it's Hong Kong based, Hong Kong startup, which is awesome. And um, do you guys manufacture probably in China? And We do. Um, about two years. I mean, we started collaboration with one of the largest paper cup manufacturer and distributor in Hong Kong uh, called Faris Cup or Hong Kong Cup. And uh, they've they are the one manufacturing paper cup for Starbucks, for McDonald's, KFC. So they. They, they know what they're doing. And um, they also a primary investor because two years ago, we were looking for some investments. Patents cost a lot of money, trademark mm. as well. Marketing too, to launch us a product globally. So they, they really believe in our product. They were the first company to actually make physical samples. So after my 1,000 handmade sample, they took my drawing and they, they wrap the cup within like less than a week. You know, the first oh, one was done and it was working well. And, and since it's just a few tweakings here and there. But uh, no, the Hong Kong Cup is a primary distributor here in Hong Kong. They've been distributing paper cup. And um, so you can order via them, via Hong Kong Cup or... If you want any samples, you can go to thegoodcup.world, which is a main website, or on Instagram at uh, thegoodpapercup. Okay, and then great. You can find more info. Well, thank you guys very much for coming in and talking about this great innovation. I'm super excited. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, we really look forward to uh, being more present in Hong Kong, and uh, especially with the new regulation the, the government is putting on banning plastic cutlery and, and plastic single-use plastic packaging. I think we're really going towards the right direction here. So um, it's, it's one of the few Asian countries in Hong Kong that we can see now the legislation moving forward pretty fast. And I'm glad that Hong Kong is moving towards that direction. And you get to stay here. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice meeting you guys. Yeah. Thanks for having us and uh, all the best for your show. (laughs) Thanks, Marcy.